I am more disappointed in the human condition today than I think I have appropriately been for quite some time now. And what I'm not going to do is breathe more energy into the existence of something quite malicious, quite evil. And I guess that by talking about that, it would draw a lot of attention to so much stuff that is wrong in our society. Yeah, what I'm going to do instead is to tell you the story of a guy called Joseph. So, Joseph, in 1962, he met a young woman called Marina. And they lived in Russia together. And they shared a passion for art. He wrote poetry and she created paintings. And they fell in love. And they had a child together. And it was shaping up to be a pretty good life. Until one day in 1972, the Soviet officials came knocking at their door. They stormed Joseph and Marina's apartment and they took him captive, tossed him on the plane to Vienna and informed him that he was exiled from the Soviet Union. He never saw Marina or his child again. Joseph was Joseph Brodsky, the famous poet. He won the Nobel Peace Prize for Literature in 1987 and his poetry was mostly written in Russian and was really well received by pretty much everyone except the Soviet government. They claimed Brodsky's Brodsky's writing was anti-Soviet and over the course of a decade he was slandered in the papers, pushed out of his jobs and eventually exiled from the country. Thanks to the help of some fellow poets, Brodsky was able to find refuge in the United States and soon he had a teaching position at Yale, Cambridge and the University of Michigan. In 1991, 19 years after being exiled from the Soviet Union, and what must have seemed like an entirely different lifetime, Brodsky was appointed the United States Poet Laureate. In 1988, Brodsky delivered a commencement speech to his students at the University of Michigan. The full speech that he shared is in Brodsky's book, On Grief and Reason. I think it shares a beautiful strategy and a method for dealing with critics, detractors, negative influences and fucking horrible people in your life. He says this. Try not to pay attention to those who will try to make your life miserable. There will be a lot of those, in the official capacity as well as in the self-appointed. Suffer them if you can't escape them, but once you have steered clear of them, give them the shortest shrift possible. Above all, try to avoid telling stories about the unjust treatment you received at their hands. Avoid it no matter how receptive your audience may be. Tales of this sort extend the existence of your antagonists. Most likely they are counting on your being talkative and relating your experience to others. By himself, no individual is worth the exercise in injustice, or for that matter, injustice. The ratio of one to one doesn't justify the effort. It's the echo that counts. That's the main principle of any oppressor, whether state-sponsored or otherwise. Therefore, steal or steal the echo, so that you won't allow the event, however unpleasant or momentous, to claim any more time than it took for it to occur. 
and what your foes and your enemies do derives its significance or consequence from the way that you react to it. Therefore, rush through or past them as though they were a yellow, not a red light. And don't linger on them mentally or verbally and don't pride yourself on forgiving or forgetting them. Worse come to worse, do the forgetting first. This way, you'll spare your brain cells a lot of useless agitation. This way, perhaps they may even save those ignorant pigheads from themselves, since the prospect of being forgotten is shorter than that of being forgiven. So flip the channel. You can't put this network out of circulation, but at least you can reduce its ratings. Now, this solution is not likely to please angels, but then again, it's bound to hurt demons. And for the moment, that's all that really matters. Joseph Brodsky on grief and reason. You see, the impact of negativity is magnified when we start to talk about it. No matter what we say, we breathe life into poor decisions, bad ideas and evil people by discussing them over and over again. You wouldn't want to waste all your meals on junk food, so why would we waste our thoughts on junk ideas and your energy on junk people? The best thing that can happen to bad advice and bad people is that they and it becomes irrelevant, ignored and forgotten. In the words of Brodsky, it's the echo that counts. Negativity doesn't deserve a louder voice. So spend your time echoing something that's worth echoing. <laughs>